0: Everyone else Okay Everyone else I was like Misbehaving in school I was 10 years old, just really having a difficult time with listening to adult instructions, you know what I'm trying to say? So, I just I was just rebellious, I was just rebellious, sorry, not rebellious, rebellious. Um, I started drifting off, but that's because I, I started um, secondary school, met new friends, and... 2005, was when the gang culture just broke out. A lot of schools bred that unknowingly. They, they didn't go, OK, look, but a lot of schools bred gang members. Me, growing up in my, like my area, I saw a lot of that. I witnessed a lot of that, and obviously, being young, you're, you're thinking, oh, it's cool, cos I got mates. Yeah, why not? I remember thinking, yeah, it's cool because you're young, you're getting all this, you're like a celeb. Everyone's talking about you. They might have not even met you. That was like the thrill of it. Girls talking about a boy that they've never seen or never met before. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or even me, I would be like, oh, yeah, I've heard about so-and-so, so-and-so. And then you finally see them, you're like, oh, okay, so this is the person. But that's where it was, you know what I'm trying to say? Like that was the the fun, exciting bit of it, going to parties and you're coming through with like all your friends and like all the older lot and you're just thinking, yeah, I'm this special person. So that's how it all started. You quickly find out if you're built for that life from very young because what you need to understand is it's not a joke it literally is not a joke if you're going to live that life you're dedicating your life to that road or that that path now what I mean by that is silly things like you can't go to a certain area like we're in Dawson right now I might not be able to go to Dawson so my mum might send me shop or shopping, and I can't go, so she's going to think, why can't you go to Dawson, oh because there's some, some people that I don't want to see there, and if they see me, they're going to do this to you, that's one, two, you could be out with your mum, and you're seen, they're going to attack you, if they have to attack your mum to get to you, they'll do it, you're with your group of mates you see another guy you just give him a beating and then he goes and tells his friends so he went from play fighting in school with compasses and then it escalated to pocket knives and all of these things and then from there you're just like ooh because nice skating getting a bit gang life is like People are representing an area or representing a gang that they don't even necessarily live in that area. You could be from Kent, but you're but you're representing an area that's in Hackney. Do you understand know what I'm trying to say? You was never born. You just your friends went to school. Or you went to college with that person or something like that, and you're just representing them. You might be out somewhere and get attacked, thinking who the hell is this person? They've heard of you and they've seen your face. They just want to get brownie points. That's another thing people trying to get brownie points. They get picked from young, like 13, 14, you know what I'm trying to say? And, and you're just thinking, oh God. A 13 year old will see a 17 year old like with the newest trainers and this and that and attention from girls and be like, i just get two pound 50 pocket money. i just get five pound pocket money. I want this. And it's just that one slight interest yeah. That's needed, yeah, for their lives to just derail. slight interesting, I want what he's got and that's it. That's your life finished. So they'll coax them in to the gang and offer them, like, stuff. So at first it seems like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But then your face is being exposed for the wrong reasons, and then, therefore, I say it before you know it, it's too late. We was meant to go to a party in Bethnal Green, and that specific night, my mum said she didn't want me to go out. She said she had a bad feeling about it, but I I just thought, whatever... I don't mind, yeah, I'm just going to go out. So I snuck out. It was a lot of us. It was like a good ten of us, or even more, I'd say. It was one of the persons that I was with, that was amongst us, and he, his mate had said, there's a party, you can come. So we made our way there. When we got there, it just finished. And the guy that invited him was leaving to go to an after party. we can't, no, you can't. So we're going to do now. We decided to make our way back to our area. As we were walking back, I remember walking past the train station, and as we were walking back, a mate of mine, he stopped. And when he stopped, I turned back and I see him talking to, like a car had pulled up and I called him over. But it's like they were asking for, for directions. So when I went over to the car, I'm curious, they said, how do you get to Bethnal Green Station? Bethnal Green Station is right there. So it didn't make no sense. So, and it was four Asians in the car, four Asian guys. And he was like, what, it's right there. Then he was, no, where are you not from? And then we said Hackney and they said, oh yeah, you know we don't even like that area. He said it so calmly, he said, you know we don't even like that area. You lot have 10 seconds to run. And he was like, what? And as he said this, we stopped, and then a few of our other friends came over, like to nosy in, and then someone someone screamed, "He's got a gun! He's got a gun! He's got a gun!" And as soon as he heard that, everyone just started running, like idiots. And there's there's a lot more of us than them. When I look back at it now, it was just silly. It was so stupid for, for us to just run off like that. It, it must have got them thinking. Oh, He's a bunch of kids. If Whoever was in the back got excited off it, and come out of his car and started chasing us. Obviously, we're running, and as I was running, a mate of mine was next to me. But I was like, them times, you know, when they, you got the, the kids that are big for their age in secondary school, and you're the so that's what it was. And I tried to run onto the road because that's what I see all my friends doing. They're running on the road, and I that's very let me do that so I'm in the pack I don't want to be left behind as I went to do that this boy barged me I don't know why he did that until this day I do not know why he barged me but him barging me made me lose my footing and as I lost my footing my shoes slipped off and it was a brand new pair of sh- shoes that I had so I was just like I was, am I going to leave it or take it so I came back and took it that left me like five seconds behind everyone. I'm trying to catch that five seconds back. So as I'm running, okay, <laughs> behind me. And I'm like, nah, I need to hurry up, man. As I'm running, 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 I just felt something go, bam, on my shoulder. Just hit me on my shoulder. And it felt like a bat had hit me. And all I remember is just, my shoulder was straight and it went from straight to, it just dropped. Like, it dropped. And I was just like, oh, usually I've been hit, I've been hit. And they were like, just carry on running, just carry on running, just carry on running. I haven't looked at my shoulder or anything. I just know I've been hit, that's it. It was actually a a small pickaxe, the mini pickaxe. The people that was on the road, they could see who was behind me and what he was waving And what they said was, he couldn't catch up to us, so he threw it. I haven't looked at my shoulder or anything, I just know I've been hit, that's it. And I carried on running, just like they said, for another 20 minutes we carried on running. When we finally got to where our destination, when we stopped, one of my friends must have said, oh, look at your jacket, you got a rip in it. And it was a a brand new night jacket and I was just like, oh. So I pulled my jacket down, gone like that. The next sight, I I remember, yeah, my heart just dropped. It was just like a fat hole in my shoulder. White flesh, everything like, everyone's like, oh, and I'm like, no. I've been, and blood was trickling. For 20 minutes, I was running with a stab wound, and I didn't know this. You know, as a young kid, I was just, I don't know, I convulsed or something, I was, just, I was like panicking. There was a park, and we, we got into the park, and I lie down on the bench, and everyone was like panicking. One of my friends, he got hysterical, so I cried, don't, I don't want you to die, I don't want you to die, and they called the And they called the ambulance. And I kept telling him I want to drink of water. The ambulance said, don't give him no water. Don't give him no water. And I was just thirsty. And when they come, they were like, what's happened? What's happened? What's happened? Because the police first came. And then the police was like, oh, this is gang related or something. And I was like, no, it's not. Because it wasn't. Not to us. You know what I'm trying to say? It was just like, we didn't do nothing. We just come back from somewhere. We didn't pick on no one. It's not like we arranged to meet up with people and then start something. No. So, when the abilities came, and they were like, oh, uh, how old are you? And I was like, no, nah, I said, I don't want my mum to know. They are like, how old are you? I was like, four weeks, nah, your mum's got to know. She came to the hospital, she had no sympathy for me. She was not sympathetic at all. She was like, I told you, don't go out, idiot. You would have thought, oh, a situation like that would um, put me off like completely nope it didn't. now think about it. he threw it could have easily hit me in there that's it my neck disabled paralysed for life I could have easily lost my arm those are the things I said was just like there was a divine intervention there was something or it wasn't meant to happen I wasn't meant to die I wasn't meant to lose my arm I wasn't meant to but like you've got to experience situations to like understand like, what's your, your purpose in life. It, it didn't really make me go, oh, look, let me just stop hanging around with these, little, or whatnot, so I just continued. I was given a mentor to work with me, and basically his job was just... Um, trying to, like, do, organise things with me and distract you off with them, um, that didn't seem to work. Then, how can I say it? The third incident that I'm going to explain is, I think, what kind of, like, gave... I'd say it gave me a light. It really gave me a light. Um like, of, like, you know, like, don't mess with... It's not a joke. It's don't take this for granted. It was, like, the days of... Um, I think it was MSN days when everyone was on MSN Messenger. And what, what used to happen was, like, me and my friends, we used to have, like, a little contest that would be, like, who can get the most girls on MSN Messenger. they just building up, like, a, a relationship with them online. And then... Finally, they'll be like, all right, let's meet up. One time, I'd met someone, and they were from Stevenage. So I said, okay, let's let's go to Stevenage. So we all got there. I met the, the girl that I was talking to. I'm with her. We're just talking. We're having, like, I'm trying to we're having fun, um, just mingling. And then one of my friends... He was a bit of a joker, like, with girls, that he used to, like, play pranks with, like, he'll pinch you, he'll bite a girl's cheek and run off, like, silly things like that, like, pull her hair, you know what I'm trying to say, like, silly things. Her cousin, the girl that I was talking to, was there, and she had an illness, I don't know what it was, but we found out pretty quickly because of this guy. What he did was, yeah, he was playing with her, play fighting, or whatever you call it. I don't know what he was thinking, like, but grabbing her from behind or whatever, and he grabbed her back or whatever. The girl, she just had a fit on the floor. She started fitting, like, and from it, I was like, "What did this guy do, bruv?" And then her friends like, "You see what I'm saying? The, The girl just, what kind of idiot, like?" And I'm just like, "You just killed everything." So I'm trying to talk to her, like, "Please, I'm sorry, innit?" The girl, they managed to calm the girl down, whatnot. He's like, I'm sorry, she's like, I'm I'm leaving, this and that. And then there was one of their friends that was there, that was getting a bit leery, like. And she was she was being very rude. At that age, we weren't used to girls getting brave and thinking that they're hard as well, like and I'm thinking, what what's making you talk like this? You know what I'm saying? say? So like everyone's looking at each other like, is this girl alright? She got into a cussing match with one of her friends, who was he doesn't take anything from anyone as well. So she started cussing each other. Then she said she insulted his mum. But we're thinking for her to be talking very confidently and brave is she must have something to back it up with. He must have slapped her. So she's like, oh yeah, you slapped me. Okay, cool. So she made a phone call. I am just like, ah, whatever, cool. Five, ten minutes went, nothing happened. Everyone was thinking, like, ah, cool. She just pretended to make an imaginary phone call to get everyone scared. I'm still talking to the girl that I came to see. And what happened was, I'm holding her like this, and she can see behind me. I remember seeing my friend going, huh, huh, huh. And he started to, like, turn back. I was just like, what, what, what? You know what I'm trying to say? And the girl went, ah! When she went, ah! I made that little shriek. That's when I turned around. So when I turned around, I've seen the barrel of a gun in my face. And I was just like, oh my God. The first thing I did was I shut my eyes. And I just started, I just said the Lord's Prayer. As I was saying, I'll follow you, try in heaven, I'll be thy name, thy kingdom come. And then, as I'm saying it, I could hear, click, 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 click. So he's click, 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 click. But nothing's happening. So I'm just like, I've opened one eye, I've opened the other eye and I've gone like this. I haven't felt nothing. Then we both looked each other dead in the eyes. The guy that was pointing the gun and we both looked down at the gun like that. Looked back up, look back up at him. Punched him in the face. Then I just ran as fast as I could. I just pushed the girl off me and just ran as fast as I could, like. And I remember me catching up with my friends and I just screamed at my friend that I ran off. I was like, you're an idiot. Look what you done, you left me. Do, do, do. Like, I could have died. But I just remember, you yeah, from turning around and seeing the, the, my, the, my heart how it was beating to when I got home. it was just beating the same. Even that evening, it was still beating the same from that s- same moment when, I, when when I turned around, you know I' trying to say it was just like my heart hadn't come back to like you' know what I'm trying to say, like the beat wasn't <laughs> it just was still beating hard. I didn't tell no one this, I didn't tell my mum this. I never used to tell my mum anything that I did that was wrong or bad, until the repercussions came like, knock on the door, or like when she came to see me in the hospital. So that was like, wow. Now, at the age that I am now, I wish I had the, the knowledge that I've got now and I've changed completely from 10 years ago to now like my attitude my mentality and my way of speaking like has changed and, and, I, and I'm grateful for that but I just wish that I had this then and not now Like I've lost friends. I've lost friends to this stupid way of life. Like lost friends in the ground. Lost friends. Never gonna see them again. And it's just like I could have easily gone down that road. A mate that I grew up with, childhood, pass away over eye contact, staring at someone for too long. Do you even know wanna say this? so much little things that when you look back at it you go that was petty that just got blown out of proportion. I quickly realised I can't live this life where my mum's house might get kicked in or I can't go with this certain place right now I'm so glad to say I can go I can go Mare Street I can go Hackney Wick and I ain't got a problem no one's going to do nothing to me because I'm I'm nobody people used to hate being a nobody it's like embarrassing to be a nobody you're any guy that's the word you're any guy you're no one and they'll feel like what do you mean I have to be someone I have to get known I'd love to be a nobody because you live peacefully. I can go somewhere with my mum. That was the worst thing. My mum, that would hurt my heart, like, like my mum being attacked because of me. It never materialised, like, but it could have if, if I'd have continued. When I think back to it now and I think, just imagine you, you got caught up way worse and then you risked your mum's you know like, safety. Like, that's, that would have broke my heart. I'm glad that I, I took Keel and just went, you know what, I'm, I'm going to come off this. The thing with me was it was very hard. I grew up with single parent. My mum, no dad, plus. Uh, my mum suffers from mental health, so growing up for me was was um, kinda difficult because as a child I didn't have no one to explain to me why my mum was behaving the way she was behaving and break it down to me and say, look, do you understand I say mummy's not well I didn't have that. I didn't have cousins or aunties, none of that. So when we came over it was just me and my mum, like literally. I think, I, like, I, I sought solace outside more, like, I thought, yeah, this is my escape route from from home. That's minuscule compared to, like, some of my friends whose parents were drug addicts and they had to see that and they have had to take their parents off drugs. They've had to be the parent. But it's still a tragedy because if I'd have been made aware or that some sort of help had been in place, instilled from, from then, maybe I wouldn't have lived or been around what I'd been around. Neighbours and stuff, like my neighbour, my next door neighbours, they were living that life and I'm just like, oh, I'm always around you. Yeah, come, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. God just basically was looking out for me. Yeah, like literally, that's how I saw it. I saw it as the divine intervention, and I said, you know what, I'm giving up. I'm gonna rid myself of this life that I live, and I'm done hanging around with people that can can draw me back in. Everyone has eye-openers. I never used to believe it when I was young, like, Oh, someone used to live this life but now they're a changed person they found their inner peace I just think we are you talking about like, it's, it's a bunch of crap but it literally happens and that happened to me